I would like to thank you, Jordan, for being here with us today on the We Don't Play show. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me, Favor. I'm doing great. Beautiful day and uh, getting a lot done. Amazing, amazing. You know, we got to connect on Clubhouse some months ago and look at how far time is just going with so much happening in the process and I'm sure a lot of growth has also happened since we last spoke. So I would love people to know more about you, what you do, and let's get into discussion about, you know, starting a business and how you're able to take that business to the next level, especially when it comes to mental health and sustainability. Yeah, uh, I am Jordan Tepper. Uh, I'm the uh, chief confectioner and uh, founder of East Tasty Candy Company. Uh, here in East Nashville, Tennessee, and, um, you know, I started making candy for my own mental health. Uh, I was in a, uh, a job that I didn't like, that I, it was meant to be a dream job. I took it because it was where I knew I should be, and it ended up being a dream job turning into a nightmare, and I was just, I was in a really, really deep depression. My wife knew, my family knew, and uh, I always had a creative outlet, and I just didn't have one at that time. And so my wife got me a, a, um, a candy-making book for Father's Day. I've never made candy. I always like to cook, but I've never made candy before. I was just a home cook. And I made a strawberry lollipop. Uh, and I followed the steps in the book. I cooked down my strawberries, ground them up, made a paste, and um, and they were really good. I very, I didn't have a lot of supplies. I had no idea what I was doing. And so then a couple weeks later, I felt I started feeling the same way. And I said, I'm going to make marshmallows. I don't know how to make them, but I'm going to figure it out. So in the same book, I found marshmallows and I followed the recipe and they were pretty good. And um, so I just kept thinking of candy. I was such a sweet tooth. It's, it's crazy. I have a sweet tooth. And I, I just started thinking of things that I like to eat and I figured out how to make them. And I started out following a recipe and, but now I, but I took a recipe, you can't copyright a recipe. I, I took a recipe and I made it my own. Um, I started deviating from it, adding extra different ingredients, changing things around, uh, and making it my own. And I found that it was very therapeutic for me to use that as my creative outlet. Think of flavors that I like and how I can combine them and how I can create them. Uh, and uh, that's so. My my business is built both through getting me getting through my own depression. And uh, when, I, when I'm cooking, it brings me to a, a better place. And uh, I can kind of just zone out and because uh, I'm watching the sugar cook, I'm watching my temperatures, and I'm paying attention to my, uh, my amount. Uh, everything's measured out. It, 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 it just makes it feel good. And I, people were asking me if I it was selling it. Like, no, I'm not selling it. Here you go. Just, take it. It's it just, it just really good stuff. And um, then 
one day someone said to me, I want to invest in your business. Like, what business? I, I don't even have a name. I, I don't, I don't have a business. And they said, all right, we'll get organized and come back to us. So that was probably November of 2019. I've been cooking candy for now like five, five years. So that was November of 2019 when they said that. Uh, then, so I filed for my LLC in January of 2020. We all know what happened in March. But everything shut down because of COVID. And I originally started um, this company to be um, a catering company. So I would go and do, I'd take a cart or a truck or something and do special events. And well, no weddings were happening, no bar mitzvahs, no corporate events, nothing. And um, and that's why I, uh, I joined Clubhouse. Uh, so joining Clubhouse introduced, I got introduced to cooks and chefs and food truck owners, uh, famous chefs, home cooks, all the gamut. And I learned so much from all of these people. I still go into Clubhouse and I still talk to them if they're if they're on. And I, I learned a lot, and I made a lot of connections, and uh, I learned things, what to do and what not to do, and um, and how to handle yourself. And uh, so then I, I pivoted, and uh, I started, and I, I built my website, eastastycandy.com, and because I knew that it looked like that we were going to be shut down for a long time, and I learned how to build a website. I learned which, which uh, platforms to use and why. And uh, I talked to uh, marketers and I talked to website uh, developers uh, and see what was good for me. I had no budget, so uh, I just took it. Um, you know, a lot of people gave me free information as much as they wanted to, and I, and I just soaked it all in. Uh, and uh, so I, I now... Uh, East Tasty Candy Company is still thriving. We've made it through COVID. My goals for uh, 2021, uh, excuse me, 2022, uh, I'm going to, I'm looking into getting uh, some loans and uh, a, a getting a, a, like a trailer or a, some sort of truck so I can do a mobile events. Um, I've already done a few pop-ups and I, I just teamed up with another local, uh, with a, a baker here to do a pop-up at his bakery, and, um, and so yeah, it's a, it's a, a lot of fun. It's still my creative outlet. Uh, this is my, this is not my full-time job. So I have a full-time job. I have a small family, and now it's uh, I'm turning this business into my full-time job, and still being able to give time to my family. That's beautiful. That's really deep. Like the moments you've seen the growth have happened so quickly, actually, that you kind of had to create your own model, even though the business was not part of the model, it had to be restructured so you can be able to accommodate the people that are going to be, you know, looking for your services and going into that detail. So I like what you mentioned about you know making sure that you're making time as well and especially going into the new year there's going to be a lot of saturation 
on how people are posting, what to post. So have you thought about as well how that content is going to be distributed so that people can get to know you? And I love, I love the idea of the bakery because that allows people to connect with you, leave reviews, and also share the, the love and also share the content so people can also come back for more. How is that going for you so far? how it starts really you know one person recommends say yo he's the best you know make sure you taste this and then they do it and then people start to refer you to different places and that starts to change the the way people actually connect with you because they have their own experiences and their own memories that you are able to help them share that's really really innovative and i was also thinking about something you mentioned earlier when you mentioned about cooking and just being in the kitchen generally, which is so therapeutic to you. 
and that's something a lot of people actually do you know some people get full when they smell the aroma and it tastes really good and it smells good and they're like oh yeah my stomach is full i can't eat no more you know but you've not even eaten the food yet but that kind of feeling and that kind of satisfaction holistically how does that play into your passion because that also drives the hard work and also drives the smart decisions you make for your business
you know, I, I, I want to, when I'm making candy, it's, I want it to be more of an experience. I want people to say, like, when they're, when they eat a marshmallow, they're saying, I, people say to me, I don't like marshmallows. Well, store-bought marshmallows are kind of gross. They're, they don't have a lot of taste, and you pretty much only put them in hot chocolates or make s'mores. But homemade marshmallows, my homemade marshmallows are made with real, real chocolate or real vanilla or real strawberries or, you know, real flavors and real ingredients. And so when you eat them, they're, they're soft and fluffy. You put, uh, put a vanilla marshmallow in your coffee, it's going to make it thick and creamy. It's going to add all that vanilla. So, it's, so you're basically going to have a sweet vanilla latte made mm. from marshmallow. Okay. It's really, really good. Uh, and I went into a, uh, a, a chai room and people were talking about their, um, the way that they like to make their chai. They're all Indian. Uh, there are, a lot of them are from India. And somebody that was in there was also uh, in my in a lot of the, the, the chef rooms that so she knew me. And um, so I was just listening, not really saying anything. And um, I I actually made it. from that conversation I made a chai marshmallow. And um, and I sent it to uh, I shipped it the people in America, I couldn't ship it to India. I shipped it to the people in America that were in that room, and they said it was really good. I haven't made a, a chai marshmallow since, because uh, I put it on the, the website and it didn't really sell, but, um, you know, I can make a chai marshmallow, I can make Earl Grey, if it, it's a, basically I don't, and, but my, my point is, is that my creative um, outlet is, just life and what I like to eat and what other people like. I try to try to spend, I try to make people happy. Food brings people together, right? People connect through food. People connect through drinks. It creates stories and it creates and it, and it opens up people's uh, mouths. And uh, <laughs> you know, that's my, that's my big goal is just just to make help make, make people happy and bring them into a better place. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think so too. And you know when you think about food, when people like food, they can dance a little bit, they're happy, they get a little jiggly. And it's like a good feeling that you're seeing people in that happy moment because you want them to stay there for the amount of time they're taking, you know, the sweet stuff or even after so they can feel like they're refreshed. And especially in the summer, it's different. Now, when you mention the seasons, does this affect or impact the demand and supply like when it's hot in the summer and right now it's cold does it does it play a role in any of the dynamic effects uh, i think that in the summertime people want more fruity lighter flavors right uh, in the winter time people are getting more of the caramel and like the marshmallows for their um for their hot chocolates um i'm selling s'mores packs now so that comes with graham crackers uh chocolate and of course the marshmallows so um now one of the with building a business you know you're, you're going to come to times when you're like when you uh so a little bit of bumps in the road in the summertime i had some major potholes and that was the heat 
I had a lot of people ordering from hot states like Arizona and New Mexico. And when it got there, they just had liquid. <laughs> it all melted. Oh no. So my solution was to, I started getting cold packs. I couldn't use, really use dry ice, but I used cold packs. And um, so I would, if it got to them melted, I would resend it to them. You know, and that, that takes a lot out of me because I'm still paying for shipping again and I'm still paying for like the cold packs. Uh, and so if it got, if I, I sent the cold packs and it still, still uh, was melted, then I just, I would refund their money because there's nothing I can do. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I did everything I could to send it uh, to ensure that it would get there unmelted and I want to get there fine you know, so that they're melted. Uh, there's uh, some people where uh, I explained to them what happened and they, were, they said, no, just keep the money. I'm supporting a small business and that's all that I'm happy. It's, uh, that's all I want to do. I'm like, well, thank you. And I rewarded them by resending their order when it got to a, a cooler temperature and you know I'm I, 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 I want to be able to keep my uh, get uh, reorders and uh, you know keep my clientele happy and let them know that um, you know being a small business uh, I'm, I'm able to to do that it's not like I have to jump through hoops to talk to HR or manager I am HR and I am manager. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So now that you're thinking about those wearing those different hats as well and you know making sure that your clients and your customers are happy, especially now with COVID, how does that work when people have to touch and transport and really be delicate on how they're handling goods. Is that something that you think about or you know, okay, they're going to take care of that because that's a policy that they abide by? Um, well, when I'm making the candy, of course, I'm wearing my PPE, I'm wearing my gloves and aprons and, you know, everything's getting wiped down. Um, when I do, if I do a, a personal delivery, I do uh, in Nashville, I'll do a personal delivery. Um, I will wear a mask and pretty much just ring the doorbell and leave it at their door. Uh, but when I'm shipping things out, uh, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure like what is uh, the procedure. I could just um, bag it up. And, and ship it out. I've been vaccinated and I've had my booster and, and everything. So I'm making sure everything I do uh, is fine. But as for um, what happens in transport, I really can't control. Right, right. Wow. Uh, during during COVID, like, uh, like, I guess we're still during COVID, but like when, um, like, late, late in the, um, uh, like last year, this past year, I, um, I I just did the same thing um, when it was time for for me to to, um, to do a, a local delivery. I would just knock on the door and uh, and send them a text. 
Shopify sends them a text too. That's the platform I use. Uh, they send an email and a message that it's been delivered. Okay. So, okay. Um, but I'm I'm the only cook, so I just have to worry about myself. Wow. So when it comes to like demand, does it get overwhelming for you, or are you able to say? We, we can't do past this number of orders. We'll put you to the next month. In terms of the supply, how does that go? Well, there's been times where like somebody would order something and I didn't realize that I didn't have the flavor. So I would just reach out to them and ask them if they wouldn't mind having another one. Usually people are fine with that. Okay. As for like an abundance of orders, um, you know, I, I, I typically promise that it would be uh, not, I, I say that it would be about seven days, uh, to give me seven days to get it delivered, for, to make it and to get it, um, to get it sent out. Uh, but say like this in, in, uh, in July, when I had a lot of orders coming in, um, I was probably another five days behind and I would just send, I would just keep in contact with everybody. Hey, I'm running behind. It'll come, it'll, you know, it'll, I'll let you know when it's getting sent out. Um, because it is only me. Now, there, there are times when my wife has helped me as well. And uh, so she'll, uh, if we need more space, uh, I'll be able to find more space, more time. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you just make it work. Exactly. I like the fact that it's it's not stopping you because it's it's allowing you to create that that scalability as well for your business, especially going into the new year where a lot of online searches and connections and now with the bakery, that's going to be a good venture for you to build opportunities, maybe get more people and do less of that while the other people are handling more of the handwork and you're doing more of the administrative work, which I know is at, at some point you kind of want to do both, but you also want to make sure that it's also balanced well enough. And even going to the new year, where would you see, you know, East Tasty Candy going to as far as like from the local region to now amass, like you said, they're in different states. How do you see that playing a role for you now with what you've seen in the past, at least two years, at least? Um, I see in the next, like for the next year, my goal is to get more organized and get better, get more packaging. I wanted to make, um, when I do a, when somebody gets a local delivery or even a, um, I send it out, when they open the package, I want it to be more of an experience when they're getting their candy. Right now, I'm just using post office boxes, like both what I get from the post office. So it's not really fun. It just says the United States Postal Service on it. Uh, so I want to get personalized that way. Uh, I'm, I'm, look, I, I'm getting my finances and uh, into in check and seeing how I can um, actually get that food um, truck. And um, I am working more in the local scene now for doing pop-ups and working with local uh, bakeries and even I, I did a, uh, an art gallery opening and where I, would, I set up in the art gallery and, and made s'mores and I made the whole place smell really good with burnt marshmallow and graham crackers. And uh, so... Now I, I'm going to be doing some more outward um, pop-ups and, and marketing, and um, you know I, I want to take things 
slow. It's not my goal to blow up really fast because the, um, the hotter the flame, the quicker it fizzles out. And I still need to keep my my own mental health in check, and I still need to keep my family's health in check. And I don't want to. Uh, I, I I just I, I need to take it in stride. A lot of people, there's a lot of hands that are coming in and a lot of people are saying, well, let me do this or I want to do that. I'm like, okay, it'll, it'll happen. But it's fine. And this is for the long haul. Uh, this is a, this race is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, I believe so too. And I, I like the fact that you're not rushing because it shows that you're focusing on results and longevity rather than just instant gratification and success milestones that could be short-term. Yeah. I mean, instant gratification is wonderful, um, but it's just instant. It'll, it'll go away. Right. And uh, that, yeah, there's there's no reason to rush uh, and because this isn't something that I'm just going to stop doing. This, I, I just happened to come out during COVID. It, it's not like this is a, a COVID business. Mm. That's true. That's true. That's amazing. I feel like at some at this point, somebody is listening and they want to really try and taste it or know how they can get in contact and connect with you and possibly try it one day and say, okay, let me see how this feels because when you try those new things, it opens up your mind and you become better with your taste, your palate, you know, what you like. And, and I think that's a really good place for people to start as well, both locally and also more nationally as well. So it, it would be great for people to know like where they can connect with you if they have to come locally, where do they need to go to so they can get in contact with you and get the best experience. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm online only. My, uh, the name of my business is East Tasty Candy Company. You can find me online at easttastycandy.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at, at East Tasty. And uh, if, you're, if you come to Nashville, let me know. Uh, we'll go on a Nashville food tour. And I'll show you all my, my favorite places. Nashville's a foodie town. And, um, you know, the way I, I got the name East Tasty actually, uh, because East Nashville is known as the East Nasty. Oh. And, and that's where, I, and, and I live in East Nashville. And, you know, and so. You don't want to eat anything nasty. You want to eat everything tasty. So it's tasty. Uh, and it was funny, like the way that I chose the name of the business. I just made a list of all these different name, uh, businesses, and I I shopped it around. And East Tasty really, uh, everybody seems to like that one. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's um, I'm, I'm an online business. Uh, I don't have a storefront. And, uh, but if you're ever in town or you're coming to town and you're having a bachelorette party or you want to have something in, like, at, you're making goodie bags and you want to have something local, hit me up and, uh, we can, we can discuss for what you want and what I can make and we, we can make it happen. And a little, little touch of, uh, of, of having, supporting a small business and keeping it national. Yeah, I think so too. Guys will love this. 
that that's really good thank you so much for highlighting that and letting people know i'm make sure you guys follow make sure you guys ask all the questions and i'm sure by this time next year god willing there'll be a lot more to give and i'm sure there'll be a lot more varieties and places that people can be able to connect with you even outside you know the comfort of your home and be more online as well I appreciate you speaking with me, Favor, and it's great knowing you, and uh, I, I, I really appreciate giving you this opportunity. Anytime, anytime, Jordan. Thank you so much for joining us today, and I look forward to connecting with you very soon. Me too. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone. You're welcome.